Hello, I'm John Henshin, and welcome to our podcast with this segment titled, As MetLife Jumps the Shark, Will Others Follow? You may have caught this news in our industry publications, but if not, what happened in September of 2017 was MetLife is looking to cut compensation on fixed and variable annuity trails sold by former advisors who moved to other broker-dealers after MetLife sold its premier client group last year to Mass Mutual Life Insurance Company. The amount that they are cutting trails is, is dramatic, uh, being reduced to approximately 27% of current levels. So if you have a MetLife VA paying a 1% trail, you will now receive only 27 basis points in trail. This will affect five variable annuity contracts and 11 fixed annuity contracts. So advisors that have a substantial portion of their income via trails could see a loss of tens of thousands in revenue. I did call one of the advisors I had uh, moved from MetLife to a competitor last year. Um, and, you know, he, he did over half a million of production. He had about 18 million of MetLife VA. So I called him to just see the impact that it was going to have on him. He wasn't too concerned because after he had moved, he did convert a good portion of that to a fee-based model. So the trail issue was, was uh, a non-event. But nevertheless, he, he, he was uh, annoyed. I mean, he only has, what, two, three million left in, in VA. So it, it won't have that much effect, but nonetheless, uh, not too happy with, with what they were proposing. You know, this is obviously MetLife's way of punishing advisors that did not go along with the sale to Mass Mutual, but it's also a way of intimidating MetLife advisors that are now at Mass Mutual, but considering leaving. Uh, this move is unprecedented in our industry, but according to MetLife advisors we've talked to, not that surprising. MetLife in the U.S. has changed their, their focus to entirely group product, spinning off their individual life products, to a new company called Bright House Financial. Uh, MetLife has a 20% stake in Bright House, so you'd think they'd have more concern for their reputation in the marketplace implementing such a heavy-handed, hostile policy. Knowing that insurance companies tend to follow each other in direction, you know, much like sheep, as we've seen with the insurance companies selling their broker-dealers, you have to wonder if this trend of cunning trail on annuity products as a form of punishment and intimidation will spread. You know, we're in the midst of Jackson National currently selling their four broker-dealers to LPL, with numerous sizable groups having already fled to competitors. LPL has expectations for retention of around 70% of Jackson National advisors. But what if that outflow to competitors ends up, you know, higher than they anticipated? Will Jackson do like MetLife and threaten to lower trails on their products for advisors that don't go to LPL or leave LPL within the first couple of years of the switchover? Jackson has the uh, most to lose because they're paid a portion of the sale price up front, but the bulk of the sale price is dependent on retention of advisors to LPL. The primary difference between Jackson National Broker Dealers and MetLife's broker dealer is MetLife was a captive broker dealer, while the Jackson advisors are independent. Reputation, as we've seen with Wells Fargo, can decimate a company's future. But companies also take advantage of the fact that people have short memories, as we saw with TARP in 2008 and 2009, and the reputations that recovered from that debacle within a couple years. If Jackson wants to keep their reputation intact in the independent broker-dealer channel, it would be in their interest to not follow the path of MetLife. 